0: A weekend with Jason Dacey replay from Money FM 89.3. Time to talk careers here on Money FM 89.3. For that, I'd like to welcome back uh, Adrian Chu, the career strategist, founder at Career Agility International. And of course, he wrote that 2015 book, Career Crossroads. Welcome back. Hey, Jason, good morning. Good morning. Five warning signs in a job interview. And this is something that We all think about at different times of the day and night because uh, we've all had those horrible job interviews and uh, we've had uh, sort of little feelings in our gut, Adrian, where we're we're wondering about whether it's a a bad sign or not. So you've given us five warning signs about uh, what to look out for in a job interview.
1: Yeah, because a lot of times you, know, you you are on your best behavior and you think that uh, you are going for the job interview and you want to look really good and, and you want to do your
0: best. Mm. But sometimes there are warning signs you need to look out for, okay. especially from the people who are interviewing you. All right, let's go to point number one. When the interviewer doesn't know what he or she really wants out of you.
1: Yeah, sometimes when you're going for an interview and you're talking to your hiring manager, which is the person who's going to be your boss, and when you ask him, for examples like for example, like oh, what what does this job entail? What's the business about? And he doesn't know anything much about it, <laughs> because sometimes it's it's a new boss. He comes mm-hmm. on, he just joined it like for two weeks, and he mm. doesn't know anything about the business. That's not a good sign, is it? It's not a good sign, especially if you ask him about KPIs, what are my expected expectations and everything, and he doesn't, he can't really articulate clearly. And it, Which means that if you do join them, you're going in blind. It's, everything's a bit vague,
0: and that's not too good to be vague. You need specifics, don't you?
1: Yeah, correct. Especially, it's, it's like going on a date. And I always say interviews are like dates. I mean, <laughs> you go and the guy doesn't, uh, the person, the guy or lady you're going with, you know, is it, totally clueless. And it's like, okay, what am I doing here? Is, is, is this really a, it sounds more like a blind date than anything else. <laughs> so you are got to be worried, right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Okay, point number two. When the people interviewing you aren't the decision makers or your future supervisor. This is a big red flag. Oh, yes. So I've had situations before where a person went
1: through the entire interview process Mm. and he didn't even get to meet his boss. Never. Never. And then when he comes on board, he finds out, oh, that's my boss. I didn't know she was my boss. (laughs) And sometimes it's it's a fair thing because the boss hasn't come on board yet. Maybe the boss is going to start working in about three months' time. But that really, as an interviewee, as someone who's applying for the job, it makes it scary for you because you don't know the dynamics. You don't know who the person is. For all you know, the person coming on board may be someone you pissed off like five, eight years mm, ago.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, I had an experience like this a few years ago where they hadn't really ass- assigned a supervisor to me as yet. The person who was interviewing me wasn't going to be my supervisor. So then I didn't realize uh, who the supervisor was. And, and it was very uncertain. I kind of jumped to around managers, and it, it was I didn't like it at all, and I ended up with some horrible managers. <laughs> so this is not a good thing, is it? No, it's not. So you want to make sure that the people, you get to meet your boss at least once. Mm, exactly, exactly. Okay, point number three, when the office environment looks unusual, quote-unquote, <laughs> empty desks, negative environment, etc. Yeah,
1: so sometimes uh, I had a, I had a interesting, two interesting stories. One of my clients, he went for an interview, and he went over to the office all the way in Tuas, and when it was a huge premise, the office was there. And when he walked in, 3 quarter of the desks were empty. Oh, really? Yeah, and, and he was wondering what was going on. It turns out that they were actually going through a retrenchment exercise and, and almost three-quarters of the staff was gone. Wow. And, and, and that was a red warning flag for him because he realized that, oh, if I join, this is a company that's not very stable. Mm. The other interesting part of it was this other guy, he was so excited to be interviewed at a startup. And he went into a, the startup, they were, had about 40, 50 people. And interestingly, when he looked at the desks, uh, they were designer desks, they were really expensive stuff, all splashed out. Yeah. And he said, oh goodness, where did these guys get the money for it and how long can these guys last? Because they're not spending money on, on the good stuff, they're spending money on, on chairs and, and designer designer stuff in the office.
0: Wow. Yeah, this is always a sign where you know something doesn't feel quite right, where it can be physical, it can be spiritual, mental, emotional. <laughs> <laughs> Empty desk is not a good uh, sign. Okay, point number four. When the interviewer keeps fishing for confidential information regarding your job, talking to uh, Adrian Chu, career strategist, about five warning signs in a job interview. Yeah. So sometimes
1: unscrupulous managers, me and me and they often do sometimes, they catch up, uh, they, they put a, a, a fake job ad basically. Yeah. And they get you in and they try and fish information out of you. Mm. I when I was, Oh, hey, that's, that's terrible. It's terrible, it? right? That's competitive information. I was once uh, called up by a competitor when I was in a hunting, and this, this lady, she was in a really big f- search firm and she, I just had a, c- a conversation with her. And she said, no, we would like to engage you, we'd like to hire you and everything, you're really good. Uh, But before you join us, can you give me your list of clients with their contact numbers, with the positions to fill? What? And I said, no, I'm not going to do that, that's confidential information. Really? Wow. So so never do that, never provide anything confidential. Uh, For two reasons, number one, they could be phishing, number two, they could be just testing you as well, to see whether or not you're the sort who would
0: flip. And you know what they also do? They get you to do free work. They ask you to do something, and then they say, can you provide a, a proposal? And they say, okay, here's the proposal. You give them the proposal. You put all this work in. And then they say, oh, look, sorry, we changed our mind. And then mysteriously, that proposal is implemented, and they've got free consultancy.
1: Yeah, I say, It happens.
0: It happens. It happens.
1: And uh, and that's why even if they do ask you to do a case study, you, know, you, you just provide a very high-level case study mm. with no details and everything. Yeah, yeah. In yeah. fact,
0: I was recently contacted by someone on LinkedIn about um, voice training, and they've asked me to go along to a networking session. And it sounds like they want me to work for free <laughs> to try and train people's voices in a networking session. I don't want to do anything for free. Yeah, that's right. And and that's funny because uh, we we
1: actually get a lot of that, uh, especially if you're on LinkedIn a lot. Mm, yeah, people mm. people coming for free you know, free advice or yeah, yeah. But but a lot of uh, times you have to be mindful as well. But sometimes. The questions they ask when they're fishing for information may not be so blatant or obvious. So they yes. may ask you questions like, So, how big was your business portfolio last year? Ah. And you tell them, Oh, my uh, uh, portfolio for Southeast Asia for this particular product was 86.4 million, and the profitability. Oh, so, sometimes, wow. sometimes. So, they're getting
0: information that's confidential.
1: Yeah, correct. So, sometimes you may accidentally leak the information. So, you have to be mm. very careful, especially if you're interviewing with a competitor.
0: You know what? I think this is great advice and I can be very chatty. I'm a chatty person. I'm on the radio. Of course, I love to chat. <laughs> so I probably, I'm probably an easy person to get information out of and I might still be saying, oh, I'm yeah working on a big project. I've done this and that. And then next thing you know, it's uh, really important information for a competitor. Yeah, in fact,
1: just an interesting side story. I, a couple, many years back, I was, uh, looking, uh, I was engaged by a client to look for a sales director for one of the electronic units. And what I did was I called up as, as I always do as a headhunter, I called up a sales director, a sales VP mm. of a public-listed company in Singapore. Yep. And I was talking to him about his careers and everything. And I asked him, so what's your proudest achievement? And he said, oh, we just closed a $86 million deal with very high profit margins and everything. And uh, next year, our, 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 our stock price is going to hit shoot through the roof. Oh, dear. And I hung up the phone. And I walked over to my boss and said, Daddy, that sounds very much like uh, insider trading. If I were to go and buy, mm. but and true enough, it, the shares did go up. Right, but that was not the kind of information you want to give to a stranger.
0: Yes, yes, exactly. And there are ways that people use, you know, social networking and telephone calls to get confidential information, not just in a job interview, right? So, um, all right, let's get to point number five. When the person interviewing you is rude or disrespectful, that's for example condescending, dismissive, or making you wait unnecessarily. This is five warning signs in a job interview.
1: Yeah. If the person interviewing you gets rude, gets uh, disrespectful, my advice is: if you really don't, you really don't need to be there. Get mm-hmm. up and mm-hmm. leave. I had I had an incident once, and uh, I was talking to this person. I was trying to just having a conversation with, and this person suddenly turned very rude to me. And I just, within 10 minutes, I just got up and said, no, I don't think this conversation is going anywhere. I just walked out walked out of the room. Wow. Yeah. They
0: were ag- aggressive and
1: um, attacking yeah. you. Just, just basically rude. So if you're in a situation where you're not comfortable, if they're asking you for a lot of personal information, if they're asking you even questions that are not supposed to be asked, mm. questions like, so when are you getting married? Are you getting, how many, do you intend to have kids after you are get you married? Are you dating at the moment
0: or whatever? Yeah,
1: correct. So yeah, or, or what's your, yeah. what's your or can I be your Facebook friend or yeah. something? Then, you know, yeah. it's, the, the guy's being cheeky, mm. then you have to be very, very mindful of it and uh, you know, if, the moment he gets uncomfortable, thank, thank the interviewer for his time and just walk out.
0: Okay, five warning signs in a job interview from Adrian Chu, founder at Career Agility International. Number one, when the interviewer doesn't know what he or she really wants out of you. Number two, when the people interviewing you aren't the decision makers or your future supervisor. Number three, when the office environment looks unusual, empty desks, etc. Number four, when the interviewer keeps fishing for confidential information regarding your job. And number five, when the person interviewing you is rude or disrespectful. Adrian, sit tight, because when we come back, we're going to give my Five warning signs (laughs) in a job interview, and uh, I think you're going to like them. Oh, I always look forward to that, Jason. (laughs) Stand by.